This episode of The Shakes is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it easy to create your own website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code POOPYPANTS. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. The Shakes is also brought to you by Pixelmator version 2.2, a major update of the world's most innovative, easy-to-use, fast and powerful image editing app. Download a free 30-day trial at Pixelmator.com or take advantage of promotional pricing on the Mac App Store. Pixelmator, it pretty much rules. On the last episode of The Shakes, whatever, yeah, when, people When I love think that. about loving, loving people in their faces, I think of something yeah. completely different. Oh, God, anyway, um, so you had a dream about that? Love you in your face? <laughs> no. I'm going to have a no. t-shirt made that says love, love you, you in, in your, your face. Can Sally Draper a- just have like her own spinoff show? And like, I'd like that. I would watch the fuck out of that show. You know, you look like Sally Draper, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm sure you've got that before. That and DJ I'm Tanner. Who's DJ Tanner? <laughs> no. Oh my really? god! Yeah. Oh my god! When I was a kid, it was constantly like, "Oh my god, you're gonna look just like DJ Tanner when you Who's grow up." DJ and I was like, "Awesome!" And it didn't happen. I, even I don't have, even see that. Like when I you even do, got when you the, do, like, the kid th- when you do the kid photos and stuff on Instagram. I yeah, don't well, see Well, it's the just DJ like thing. familiar white girl face with big cheeks. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, yeah. well, that's yeah. Nell from facts of life. It's, too, it's I mean. everybody. Okay. It's <laughs> right. everybody. So, so the nail in the coffin for me, cause you know, I was on the fence and my uh, DVR decided to also record reruns in addition to new uh, new episodes and only keep five at a time of Mad so, Men, yeah. So it totally fucked me. So I said nip, done. done. So you said nip. Yeah. That's how that's how weak it is. That's 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 you how could it walk away. The DVR decided yep, it the for DVR me. decided it for me. I was like, well, nope, no, because I was well, I was going to go I was going to go check it check into it, and it, it, premiere wasn't there, so I was done. Well, I kind I mean, Don. Don Draper and his boldness with clients has definitely gotten to new levels of like overdone shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, him firing, uh, who was it? Jaguar. Jaguar, Yeah. But that's like, that's like, that's like watching, um, fucking Grey's Anatomy or Chicago Hope or what was the, what was the ER? Where, where, you know, doctors are going above and beyond and they're saying it like it is and they're fighting for the rights of, it's like, it's TV. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen in real life. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's just like, does it always have to be him? Yeah. You know? Why can't it be someone else? You sound like Joan. It's not always about, I would love Although to say her acting, her acting in that episode was, it, it must've been episode before last. It was. Her acting in that, I was like, fuck, give that bitch a Golden Globe or whatever it is you win for TV. That's stupid. One for each. <laughs> Her acting was outstanding in that episode. She acted? Sorry. Uh, 
her boobs literally take up an entire scene. Like they must have to take people out of scenes just Jeez, so that yeah. she can. I have... mean, you got You get yeah. It's like you have to pan up. Extra but it's like she... her boobs are comically huge she... in the show. She's I mean, real, in life. Her boobs are comically huge. Period. In life, I mean, yeah, yeah. But like they're even bigger because they put them in that. Because they know, tape them up. Big cone bra. Yeah. Three the... things: birthing hips, big boobs, redhead. Done. The trifecta. The trifecta. The trifecta for Pat. Well, that would make sense because you have lovely birthing hips and red hair as well, and <laughs> and pretty nice rack. I mean, if I I've got a, if yeah. I've got a, yeah, but your rack sucks. I gotta say. Oh. <laughs> okay, to each their own, I suppose. Whatever. So, all right, everybody that uh, that happens to be listening live. Welcome back, and uh, if you want to call in and participate in this episode, you can call 415-484-5830 or send us some tweets at The Shakes. Yeah, give us some some material. Had an interesting email come in today, and uh, from our our good friend Heather Robertson. Yes. We have an update. She, uh, she, she... She's about ready to shit her pants. Well, she is shitting her pants. She, um, she got it. She got her shit together. Put herself together a portfolio, and uh, there is portfolio night that is happening all over the world tomorrow, and she is going to be participating in the portfolio night here in Kansas City. So she's going to have her work critiqued by creative directors from all over the city. So she's gone from you know not really knowing what she wants to do in one piece to, I mean, Sweet. what was that? I mean, that was like what two months ago? Yeah, yeah. She Good got it. Her. She got it together. Good I love her. how we talk about people like Heather, like they're recovering drug addicts. Like, you know, she like really got her shit together. She, really she, she is out. She's putting herself out there. You know, she's not mm-hmm. using anymore. She, yeah. you know, like she quit huffing. <laughs> yep. yep. So, yes. Yeah, so congratulations to Heather. I'm, I hope she's listening tonight and we can I, make, we can make Heather's life really easy. Skip all that other shit. Just send us your book and we'll give you your feedback. There you go. Yeah, do that too. Do yeah, that come too, on, Heather. But I, I, I told her, to, you know, keep us up to date. Let us know how how it goes. Uh, you know, but but it's good though because she is she's going to get a lot of. I, I went and looked at the website, and she's going to get a lot of very. Okay, so opinions. let's let's give. So. so as Heather puts herself out there, let's give Heather some rules when reviewing a portfolio with somebody. Now is she is she just she just put it online and then she gets No 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 she's with, taking she's taking it there people. and it's it's a okay, formal so let's sit give, down. Let's thing. give some let's give some good feedback on okay, that. Okay, okay. All right. Go right. and start. <laughs> I love how he set it up and then said so, <laughs> go. Wait, that was super unfair. I was really busy reading what's on I know reading the great we're, homeless poop. I really want to know what catastrophe the catastrophe <laughs> that is. Whatever yeah. that is, is I, great. Yeah, I have no idea, but I want to know. I want to know what the homeless dude pooped. At. Okay, yeah. my, my I'll start it off. Okay, go because um, so that's really what you were supposed to, me, to do. The I always use the rule of three. So if you're reviewing it with three people. Take the majority. There's always going to be somebody that's going to give you some stuff that's off the handle and completely contrary to what everybody else is. But if you have two people that like the piece, keep the piece. The other thing is, is that with my book, I was always, I always had a couple extra campaigns that I was working on at the time that I would show. It's just like, Hey, here's something extra that I'm looking at. Would love your feedback. And then they kind of weigh in on that. And that was, those were kind of throwaway pieces. I was going to say, is it, is it rough? Is that, yeah, it's, okay, yeah, it's rough. okay, okay. And right. 
and that's that that kind of helps um, give kind of some thinking and opens up the conversation. They're not necessarily finished pieces and stuff. Interesting, but I think rule of three is key. The other thing yeah. is is <clears throat> what's your take on reviewing? I I I don't like somebody taking me through their book. I just just give me your book. Yeah, I kind of don't like that either. And and I'll get. If I'll I'm going to ask a question about it, I'll ask about it. What was the strategy mm-hmm. behind that? Because if I'm not seeing it in the piece, then I'll ask about it and I'll see how they, you know, how they will respond. But somebody taking me through the book. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've only had one experience where um, an art director took me through his book and it was, and it was enjoyable to hear that process because it was, it was, it was really from a unique position as, as opposed to, Okay, so this was a student piece that I did for my typography class, and what we were supposed to do is try to find something that looked like Helvetica but wasn't Helvetica, right. and sell <laughs> gold bond medicated powder to teenagers. Right. Like, oh, okay, well, why? I mean, you know, so, I guess, I guess, unless you unless you took the angle of why did you include this in the book? What kind of story does this tell mm-hmm. about you? And, you know, and, and, you know, I say that, and I just went through an interview process where I put together a book and I took everybody through page by page. (laughs) So, but, but the whole thing was, was uh, what I, the angle I took at it was, why did I, why did I pick this piece to present to you? Why did I include it? Right. Right. So, and then that, that, that kind of takes a different angle, like, um, you know, more of a kind of storytelling. Well, okay, good. I'm glad you said that because what I was going to say is if you're going to do that, why not turn it into a story? And the reason why I really enjoyed, uh, this, this one art director's book and his, and his explanation of his process is that he turned it into a story and also turned it into a, okay, now here, this is something that I'm really excited to tell you about because this is something that, that I'm really proud of. And, you know, so, so it was more than just giving me the, the nuts and bolts of the, of the project. This was a, this was a student project. This was something I came up on my own, whatever, whatever. I'm excited about this piece and it is in my portfolio because. Yeah. Keep it, keep it higher level. Don't get into it. Well, I chose this font and this is how I wrote this. And, and, you know, it's like, yeah, because I'm, I'm going to pick that stuff apart anyway. Yeah, don't, give, give me the. <laughs> don't ever read the copy to the person. Oh that, God, like, Jesus. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Awful. That's it's like terrible. I can read it. Thank you. Yeah. I can read it. Yeah. I can read it. That's uh, too many client meetings, client mm-hmm. presentations taking over. Yeah. Well, and see, and that's the that's you know because like when you're in a client presentation, had client presentations for the most part, like especially like student portfolios and beginning portfolios, you yeah. know. But you're right, like because I always will assume, you know, like I get I get through my setup of whatever it is, and then I assume like okay, now you're on the ad or the ad like object or whatever, and you can easily read that for yourself. But then I've always been reprimanded, like you just just read everything just do but, I, but you know? I hate that i hate that because yeah i mean really the client should be reacting to it as a consumer would yeah and would the consumer have somebody here reading it to him no no read it yeah yeah you read it yeah. I, i'll shut up for 20 seconds read it heather really should call in right now yeah heather if you're listening heather give damn us a call it. call us 415-484-5830 
Call us, Heather, if you are listening. And uh, yeah, let's we'll, this, we'll give you the pep talk. Make this be your first step in nutting up. There you go. There All you go. Us. Yes. All right. Whenever so, I issue a challenge, nobody ever. It's like no, yeah, whatever. No. So you, so Quinn, you issue it because people react to you. Yeah. People like Quinn. They don't. It's it's pretty clear that everybody tunes in for Quinn. Yeah. Not really for us. We're just uh, the bread in the sandwich. Oh, it, it, uh, Heather, call. <laughs> I mean, wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Damn, that I was may just call. No. I, I mean, may just call us. <laughs> Hold and on. I'm I got to go pee. I, I don't know. I mean, I, Heather, you could call in and get harassed by all of our opinions right now, or you could go to portfolio night and then no, 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 no. soak up some we're information. Not gonna, we're not going to harass. Because we don't have she the book should, in She front should of us. call in and she should say, I think this is what I'm different. worried about. Yeah, we're giving and her we the could, pep talk. Yeah, we could give her the pep talk. We're yeah. going to... But you're already talking about it. Like, there's things she should be worried about. And if I was her, I'd be like, what is there to be worried about? Like, I'm, not, no, I'm just going well, to a no. portfolio. No, no, I'm like, sorry, uh, Quinn. I'm sorry. I asked you to say something. I don't know. I don't <laughs> and you immediately that. regret it. Like, that's why I wasn't <laughs> weighing in. <laughs> we're saying, how, how is it that we're saying that there are things to be worried about? It's we're just going to pump are, her up. Yeah, these are just these, you know, first-timer tips. <laughs> She's yeah, going to go I don't in know. like Rocky. I... I <sighs> I can it's guarantee weird. You. It's weird you having opinions about portfolios because you, Pat, single-handedly like me, pretty much have ruined the idea of me ever having a portfolio. Like oh, I'm like, I'm not, like I don't ever want one. I I constantly put stuff together and I'm like, this is just not. This is not gonna. This is not gonna do it for me. Like I I hate this. This is so. What everybody tells you, this is what every article, right. what every piece of advice, what every just, creative director says. And it's just like, I don't want to be high, even if it's good, even if it's just five pieces of work and it's just like, there it is, no setup, no anything, just look at it. You like it, you like me. Yeah. It's like, ah, I could do that, but it's, it's so, that's so crappy at the same time. Like, I don't want to get hired for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, see, you okay? And I've worked on big brands. I'm fucking cool, and I don't know if you're going to run into that again. Two, you're playing at a different level now. You were what I like to call low risk at the time, so I could take a chance, and 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 it turned out great. But you're Uh, you're going to be you're going to be. But there's nothing that makes you be like advertising is so boring. I want to stab myself in the eyes. Than looking at a portfolio. Well, okay. You know, I would also say, or building one. I would also say you are at the point where your portfolio could be somewhat fuzzy, would not have to be a standard portfolio, and right. you are not far from the the magical land of getting jobs without a portfolio. And that that land does exist. I've I've gotten two of them without even showing a piece of work. Huh. Reputation. Which is all a lie. Oh, I mean, you know, I build it all up online. <laughs> getting, getting, a, getting a job because of my reputation would be the worst job ever. <laughs> you get They're what like, you so ask for. Anyway, right? yeah, uh, every reputation. Friday at two, you got to clean the poop toilet. 
Not the other toilets, just the toilet that everyone poops just the in. Toilet. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. Some job I'd get on based, oh, case, yeah, based, based on, on my reputation. Yeah. So basically, she's going to come work here because we do have a we do have a designated a poop toilet. I know, and we're trying to we're trying to address your that. mom's a sprayer. Johnny. Wait, where did you go? Where you were taking all those pictures of that sexy food and booze? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we did a. Uh, we did a, a business, uh, a new business trip this week. That's exciting. And, oh, it was. It was uh, actually the the first real new business trip in uh, the history of Click Farm. Woo! So, so so yeah. So this is us kind of turning a turning a little bit of a corner. Did you guys win? Uh, we got some. We got well. I mean, it wasn't a pitch. It was it, we we did a road show. I mean, nice. uh, Barky he just set up a bunch of calls and we rented a car we drove to wichita we i drove. love that kind of salesman aggression oh, yeah. oh it was very tommy boy yeah it was very tommy boy nice. and you know we yeah we you know hopped in a car went to wichita we went to oklahoma city we drove to tulsa came back through neotishay kansas before uh heading home and so I, yeah i got that uh which one is that is that the bong water oh yeah it definitely tastes a little bit like bong water okay. it should it should you. be known that um i am currently beating the shit out of barker on fitbit scores oh yeah yeah so step right. it up barker okay anyway so yeah so what, we so we did that and so that we had we had fitness a, uh, <laughs> fitness <laughs> you, you're wearing your boots because you went to boot camp <laughs> Oh, no, I have It's funny been. because, you know, as we were planes, trains, and automobilesing it, and, you know, Barker's getting ready to do his five push ups in the hotel room in his basketball shorts. He's like, oh, look, Piper got, Piper got Fitbit. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Then, then we watched Anchorman and we spooned. Nice. Yeah. No, it, you know, it was it was it was a good time. You know, we just we had we had uh, six meetings, and I would say out of those five, have you know some sort of a, a decent opportunity. Up. Yeah. They, yeah. Nice. They have they have follow ups. So, Very good. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. It was it was a lot of fun. A lot of bonding moment. We ate a lot of beef jerky. Um, we, so was uh, it just you and Barker? No, no, it was uh, it was myself. It was uh, Brett Waka, the principal of Click Farm, Barker, and then our new digital strategist, Jamie Thomason. Uh, we had we hired her. She this was her second or third week on the job, and uh, we took her along. Uh, we dropped her off at the airport in Oklahoma City, and then and then the uh, the trip really took a sinister turn. Left it. <laughs> Tulsa was Tulsa was a was a long night. <laughs> Once and and uh, well, we ended up running into a a friend of mine that I used to work with. He was the uh, actually first intern that I ever hired, and also first employee that I ever hired. And uh, he's working in Tulsa as a motion graphics designer. And so he came out, and we stayed out until two, and then we had an eight a.m. meeting. Quinn, so you realize fun. what Jeremy's saying here? Drop the lady off. And then it got real fun. That's well, is no, no. It, actually, it, it, no. We dropped the lady off, and then it got scary. Then it got scary. <laughs> it it got was fun before. Then it got yes. Scary. It was lots of fun before. Then it got frightening. Then it got frightening. Then it got frightening, and 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 people stole things. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah, but it was it was good. It was fun. Wait, so do you guys the, watch uh, that show House of Cards? I have not watched House I of Cards. I have not watched it either. God damn it, both of you. 
Look, I, did I, I bring this up? My Joel hit yes, you did. You're, How, gear, you're gear holding. You're gear but holding. I, I, well, I, I was up until four it. in the morning last night watching more episodes. So. Okay. Well, I thought about watching it while I was on the road trip, but I spent my spare time watching Game of Thrones. Can uh, I, is, you is, need to spend all of your time doing Is that. Netflix okay. a public company? I don't know. I want to invest in them because they Looking are fucking rocking it. God, they are rocking the announcement it so that Arrested hard. Development is coming out. Uh, just, I mean, it's like, come on. Oh, it came how out. Awesome. Wasn't that this weekend? Uh, this past weekend? No, I don't think it's coming out. Was it next yet. weekend? Yeah. Next weekend. There you go. I mean, how awesome yeah. is that? By the way, no Game of Thrones this coming weekend. What? Kill me. Kill me. Why? Memorial Day. That's so? what my sister said. That's what I said. Uh, I was. So, I was Oh man! So I so I found out so I found out <laughs> so this, so I found out this weekend my 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 family was uh was up for a visit and I found out that my dad is like a huge Game of Thrones fan and he like watches he's you know so he never miss talk to you never missed an episode well I'm not exactly sure what to make of that though <laughs> it's like See, okay. like a turkey leg and well it, well I you know I don't know I just mean, has he, a he, he do, well he doesn't and... really he doesn't really strike me as being the kind of guy who who would be a huge Game of Thrones fan but apparently huge Game of Thrones fan I don't know what to make of this this is the beauty <clears throat> of Game of Thrones though it's like. You uh-oh. 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 It's my mom. Uh-oh. We're not going to answer that. <laughs> she's calling gu- you from upstairs? I guarantee you we are, not, we are not calling to talk about Game of Thrones. She's that's saying, for sure. She's saying we're too loud. Yeah. She's, will you guys shut up? Um, Sorry, Mom. So, I'm surprised she didn't just stomp. But that's yeah. the beauty of Game of Thrones is that it's it's so... It feels like such a intense level of geekdom but at the same time it's like anybody can be pretty into it because yeah. true it's just like well i i mean i i have whenever i recommend it i say hey look it's pretty hardcore <laughs> and when i say hardcore yeah i mean hardcore. Yeah, it's hardcore <laughs> right. i mean it's not like <clears throat> Hey, you should see Modern Family. It's a funny show. I mean, when I say Game of Thrones, I'm like, okay, just a little, you know. Libby was yeah. asking me about it the other day, and I was, and she was like, so I don't get it. Like, what's all the hype about it? I'm like, dude, like a bitch gets her head cut off, and then there's like a crazy sex scene. And she's like, what? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, so you're not like into that? Like all within 30 all, seconds. Yeah. That you're, was, you're not into watching you that? Rem- you remember John Lightstone, right? Oh, yeah. So, uh, Lightstone and I are out in LA doing, uh, did you know John? He's a writer at, well, he's freelance now, but he's a writer at Goodby. He, uh, he and I were out, um, on production and I said, dude, because when I was full blown into my film blog, everybody was talking about hostile and Mm -hmm. hostile Two had just come out. And I didn't, I, I kind of knew John, but not really well. And I'm like, dude, we're in a day earlier. What? Where do you work? He worked at Barkley oh. for a little while, and uh, before my time. And, before and your I time. said, I said, I said, dude, we got to go. We we've got it's Sunday afternoon. We're working on Monday. Um, we've got to go. We we got to go see this movie because I talked a bunch of shit out on it. I got to go see it. So we're sitting on Hostel Two. On Hostel Two. In in the horror movie realm, it was kind of a big deal because it 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 raised a big debate on what exactly is horror. Is it gore? Is it is it like jump out and scare you kind of stuff? Is it like a slow creep kind of what? 
No, shut up. Don't no, no. I'm just thinking you're, about my own definition of that. And okay, I, you're I think it's that movie. Stuff. What's yeah, your you number? A really weird, unsettled look. What's well, because I'm number? thinking, I'm thinking about the number? first hostile movie, and I saw that, and it really like it. I like that's the movie that I was like, oh, okay. Well, now I'm officially old enough, and I've seen just enough horror movies to be like. I don't like this shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, so, so there is a big debate on is torture horror and mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just for shock effect and everything. Right. So we're sitting in the movie theater, the opening credits begin to run and it suddenly occurs to me, you know, here I am creative director. I've got this young copywriter who I've drug into this movie. I, he could be some kind of super, straight religious Mm -hmm. you know it's like i don't and i'm like dude do you know what this movie's about he's like i have no idea i'm like oh fuck i said there's gonna be nudity there's gonna be torture and we're gonna sit really close the whole time it's gonna be be bad you're gonna be really aware of the fact that you're sitting next to your boss and i want you to be digging deep for it and then when you put your hand out for some good and plenty i'll hold the bottom of your hand as i pour them into it yes but so uh, so it, it turned out fine. But that was one of those things where I was like, mm, probably should have given a little heads up. Yeah, yeah. No, the the the, the weird thing, like, I get, well, I guess Dad and I, he had mentioned a little bit of something about the show. But then uh, there was some commercial for something. It was like you know one of those Night of a Hundred Stars type of things, and. Uh, you know, there was like all these faces and, and appearing tonight will be, you know, and, and Justin Bieber and Justin Timberlake and Justin Yancey and maybe, and then all of a sudden like, like Khaleesi, she was like there, but she had like black hair and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, That's... no, that bitch has brown yeah, hair. Yeah, I was like, wait, hold up. Totally That's... throws you off. You're yeah. like, I was what? like, well, hold up there. That's Khaleesi. And dad was like, yeah, she doesn't have blonde hair. I'm like, <laughs> how, how did you know that? <laughs> He's like, and, yeah, uh, you know, I was watching this thing. And, and like, by the way, <laughs> she's uh, not blonde anywhere. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I mean, it's like I just had to kind of like, it was like one of those slow head turns. Yeah, you, you know this. No, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, oh, okay then. So yeah, I don't know what to make of it. It's strange. It's strange. Uh, you, you looking something up? Yeah, I am looking something up, but I'm also, I really, have you guys seen that movie, um, What's Your Number? No, when no, you what, said this, what, I have yeah. no idea okay. what this even is. All right, this is do, literally do the worst. I do. Let's okay. move it closer to you. I really just kind of want to hold what? it. Put a freaking pillow behind your back and lay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the best thing that's happened on the show oh, easily. There you go. <laughs> oh my god! Just we should make a vine of me just getting hit over and over again in the face with this microphone. That's what we're going to do after the show. So what's your number? That sounds like a teen movie. Okay. Well, so the hype behind this movie before it came out was like, this is the movie that proves that women are funny. And I feel like it came out, it either came out in like 2011, maybe I want to say 2011. If it was after that, I'm going to have to kill myself, but it's the worst movie ever it's with that chick anna ferris oh yeah oh yeah is that the one where she's like with the gynecologist she just can't get uh, well no the whole thing is that she slept with 20 or 20 guys and like all of her friends are like girl you got to find a man and settle down because 20 is a big number and it's just like what is your number what 
what? Who? What? I mean, like, you can't make a movie like that unless the number's like 50, I feel like. Because 20, granted, I haven't slept with 20 guys, but like, I still feel like I know plenty of people that have. And I don't view the number 20 as being as like, a big number. whoa, you're whoa. a whore. Sew that vagina up, please. You gotta like, just date people and not have sex and then find a husband, you know, like that's ridiculous. And so like the whole message behind the movie is horrible. And Anna Ferris does a, is it Anna Ferris does a lot it of like physical comedy humor, but you're like, ah, this would be so much funnier if you didn't have that horrible boob job and pumped up lips, you know, like she was a lot. And I hate to admit this, but she was funnier when she was more of like, you know, when she back, was more awkward. Yeah, when she was yeah. when she was less like I don't know, hot. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when when that was. That Scary was movies. A while. Yeah. Scary movies. Yeah, but there was what was the one that like got her started? The Playboy Bunny one. Where, no, that's no, what that, that was the first it. movie she did she after she had the, the boob job. Yeah. No, this was like something before even the scary movies. It was something like a. Hang on, I'm looking it up. <sighs> because I was like, oh. That's that's actually pretty funny. Um, damn it! No, cause she's not bad at comedy. She no, was, she, she really was, isn't. She, was, she just is. Yeah. But this movie, she's it was a like one of these of things where I was like, I couldn't look away. I couldn't stop myself, and I was so angry the whole time. And I just was like, What is happening? This is this movie has set the female gender back fifty years. Mm-hmm. It was that bad. Uh, she, and that's oh, she was it, great in Waiting. Waiting is a good movie. Oh, yeah. That was waiting. That was the movie. Yes, yeah. that was the movie that I was like, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, you know, I love Jungles, I, I, I like saw it and I told Jungles, I'm like, you need to see this. And he was watching it on a flight when we were flying somewhere. And he's like, I laughed so hard at one point. It's like, and he was kind of sick at the time. He's like, I laughed so hard at one point that I almost passed out. <laughs> time to show him the goat. Why don't we talk about a, a little something that we like, and that would be Squarespace. Let's talk about that for a little bit. So, uh, so we are still, you know, lucky enough to to be uh, to be sponsored by Squarespace. Uh, everything you need to create an exceptional website, and uh, you know, we've talked a lot about the the new features. We've talked about the the support and and all those things. Um, and hopefully, by the time this gets aired. I will have actually caught up with all the videos. <laughs> Woo! Squarespace! Yeah, Squarespace! Woo! Oh, we didn't do the song either. We'll do it at the okay, end. We'll we do, do it, it at the end. We'll do it at the end. We don't end. have enough beers so, yet. So, um, is... you know, one, one thing that we, that we really haven't talked about is the fact that, you know, with, with a lot of these other uh, websites, like say you want to start yourself a, a WordPress site or different things like that. You know, sometimes you got to go find yourself a host and, and set it up and, and read documentation. Then it's not mobile. Stuff. Right. Oh God, and that all sounds that. horrible. Yes. And so, well, you don't have to do any of that. So Squarespace, of course, takes care of the hosting because it's all on their platform. It's all on the cloud. So you just log in and it's there. They take care of SEO, which to some of you that don't know, that is search engine optimization some people don't know that anyway they I take thought it. that was like the head guy that runs a company oh well yes exactly i thought it was 
sexy explorer options. That, that's that's what I like. <laughs> that's what I like. See, now that is not a dirty, awful job. Uh, what do you do? Everybody. Oh, Oregon. I work in SEO. <laughs> Sexy, sexy explorer options yeah you've been going to the wrong bars quinn yeah <laughs> they will take care of that for you they've got you all set up with seo and and they and, and you know and they of course like you said with the mobile they make sure that your site automatically looks great on any device and it's a uh, very easy to use uh, apparently, you know, like we talked about last time, uh, you know, a robot does not come out of the computer and hold your hand, but, <laughs> but for other people, I was really hoping for a robot. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'm actually kind of, uh, surprised that little Ryan didn't mail you the robot. I know. Because that was supposed to be with the welcome package. Yeah. You didn't get the little robot. I didn't get the robot. Okay. Well, everybody else except for Pat gets the little robot. No, it's 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 easy to use, and uh, but if you need that help, just again, like we talked about, there's an amazing support team. Works 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it starts at eight dollars a month. But it also includes a domain name if you sign up for a year, and you can try Squarespace for free, no credit card required. Just get in there, set it up. You can try 14 it for days. 14 days, see if you like it, and then if you do like it, and we think you will, you can get 10 percent off. Your first purchase 10%, of 10% off your purchase of That's a Squarespace incredible. site by using the offer code Boopy Pants. All caps. All caps. Well, you know, all well, caps, I'm all just... one word Boopy Pants. So make sure to uh, use that offer code if you uh, sign yourself up on Squarespace. I think you'll like it. And Squarespace, of course, as we've said time and time again, it is everything you need to create an exceptional website. All right, so you guys have. Let's so, do the. Let's do the. Oh yeah, we got to sing. We got to sing the thing. Should I start? No. Well, hold on. Quinn's got to get back back on the mic. I start it. Okay, that's okay. what's so, funny yeah, about it. it. Yeah, it, it 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 only works if Quinn does it. Because <laughs> I have to start it low, so you guys have to sing really oh, high. Yeah. I'm going to do it kind of middle range, so you have to okay. go really high. Squarespace. He cheated. Totally cheated. Cheated. <laughs> I can't go, go high. He went high. You gotta go higher than that. That's the whole thing. I can't. Okay, okay, I'll tell you what. You go, you go. You go second, and I'll and I'll, okay. I'll I'll put my Mariah Carey to the test. Yeah, Jeremy's got a nice falsetto. Okay. Squarespace. 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 <laughs> uh, okay, so today there was a post on Facebook. Where it was basically like, okay, advertising friends, tell me some of the weirdest, most annoying things you've heard in, from heard in meetings from clients or colleagues. Oh, I saw that. I just didn't pay attention to it. Okay, so I could not resist. All right, but there were some good ones. There were there were there were a few good ones already, but uh, I mean, mine were definitely the best. But you know, other people chimed in. I guess it was okay. But I think we should talk about this because this is a good... Well, I want to hear some of these. Yeah. Okay. It's so... always... Inter- now, now I, I, I will point out that it's very interesting because like Mike Montero on Let's Make Mistakes, it's always the whole don't, don't ever talk about clients online. Remember that they're the people who you know pay your salaries, keep your kids fed, No, this that is stuff. a history We are not of... that show. <laughs> yeah, no. This is a history of experiences of... I mean, like you know, weirdest. So it's not necessarily negative. It's just weird experiences. I mean, they tend to be negative. Should we not do this game? No, I totally. Oh, no, yeah. Do this good. Game. Like I just said, we okay. are not that show. We're not that show. So like one person <laughs> says, 
well, when I was here, we did it this way. So obviously that was a colleague comment. Right. Um, another person says, I had this vision in the shower and I think this is what we need to do. Or I had this dream and I was riding a car with my dead mother and I think that this is what we should do. And that's not a joke either. Now, hold on. I've done that plenty of times. Yeah, no, I've, I've done that, that but it's different when a client says it yeah, to you. Right. Of course, I also had that weird dream where Quinn wanted to make out one time and play video games. That was uh, the strangest I always dream. want to do that, though. Yeah. <laughs> we had I some hope... really good chicken wings, though. <sighs> Don't talk to me about wings right now. I'm sorry. So hungry. Sorry. Okay. What, okay what it else? Said, what else is it, it says, I love this creative strategy, but can we put a giant American eagle on it? No, oh, yeah. Hey, wait. That's the one I wrote. I lied. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. That's not pay Meg, attention. Meg I wrote Hilburn that. Wrote oh, that fine, fine, fine. Uh, I could have written. Mine was. We'd like you to make us a series of viral videos. Right. <sighs> As <laughs> like, if they will actually go viral. Uh, if you have a chance. My other that. one was. I'm following you on Twitter. Literally, there is nothing that you can. That is the worst thing that you could say to me in a meeting, whether oh, you're yeah. you're the client yeah, yeah, yeah. or the colleague. Like after I get done talking about work or, or presenting something, and then you say, I'm following you on Twitter, then I'm like, okay, cool. So this is just all goes in the shit bowl, right? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> great, awesome. I had a span of time where I felt the same way. I, My I, other I, one was, we like that actor, but he's just too urban. <laughs> <laughs> That's and you're like, so he's too black. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you want more like of a milk chocolate. You want like a Carlton. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I had a client, I had a client in a meeting saying, said to me, if I said this one thing one more time, he was going to reach across the table and strangle me to death. Wow. Um, my wife was in a, uh, in a meeting with the client where the client said, we're just going to, we don't have the solution yet. We're just going to roll up our sleeves and figure it out. And then he proceeded to wait for everyone to literally roll up their sleeves. <laughs> oh my God. I, uh, we had to change the, we had to change the color on a packaging, um, away from purple because this was, this was God, this was almost 20 years ago because, um, it was the color of the Lakers and they haven't had a good season. Well, that makes sense. I had a a uh, client in in my early days of video editing when I was cutting a spot. They wanted to know if we could put a stopwatch down in the corner because a stopwatch denotes a sense of urgency. It is a well known fact, and so if they see the stopwatch, they will know that they must act now. Jesus. Despite the fact that there's, you know, it was a car commercial and there was, if you must hurry this weekend only. Ow, yeah. Yeah. I had a client tell me that he felt like uh, the woman's shirt was too revealing and that he wondered if we could maybe have her in a different shirt that was less of a V-neck. And the was shirt. Was was shot? The shirt that <laughs> she was wearing. No, it was like right before we oh, were about to go. shoot and and the shirt she was wearing was um a crew neck t-shirt oh my like you couldn't you couldn't even see the the, the hint of the no top of the no but it was too mm. revealing Ooh, yeah Ooh. 
I somebody um, was a little bit uh backed up, mm. I think. <laughs> what was uh, another one where I couldn't? Well, I yeah, I had an account guy. Um, yeah, we did an outdoor board that said, "Consider <laughs> us your silent partner." And he came back and he goes, "They loved it. They just want to make one change." All right, they want to get rid of silent. I'm like, what? What? So it's just consider us your partner. partner. I'm like, you just no, you're an idiot. (laughs) Um, Okay, here's a really good one. Somebody posted client. I can't open this file. Can you send it to me on a DVD? Me. It's it's a link. Just click on it and it'll take you to a website. Client not working. Just overnight it on a DVD. Me. It's on the internet. Just search it by name on your browser. You'll have it right now. Client. I must not have that website. Go ahead and send it on the DVD. Me. Your IT group should be able to help. Client. Nah, they're never any help. So I just sent the DVD. (laughs) That just kind of made me want to throw up. I know. (laughs) Just a little bit. Have you seen the uh, the Oreo Wonderfilled spots? Yeah, I saw it last night. Finally, did you see it? <sighs> I'm gonna watch it right now. What did you think? I thought it was pretty good. Like, yeah, yeah I saw the vampire one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I liked it. So the thing that I so um, JJ commented on it on Facebook, mm-hmm. and my response to him was, you know, and this is the age old thing. So it's like you know, in advertising, well, it, that's nice, but anybody could do that. And, um, I, and, and truth be, and I said, the truth is anybody could have done that spot, but only Oreo could pull it off. Yep. That's it. But only Oreo could pull it off. Mm -hmm. And, and to me, that was like a much greater conversation about, you know, what, what, you know, any kind of, any kind of spots. (laughs) Quinn's watching it as we speak now. But it, it, it to me it spoke to authenticity and what's right for a brand. Yeah, I mean there are a lot of there are a lot of clients that could do all kinds of spots, but does it make sense for the brand or not? Yeah. And can they actually pull it off? And by the way, fuck Owl City, they stole Postal Service Sound. Yeah, I and know. I hate them. Yeah, yeah. You and I, we had that whole thing about the you know like waking up with that damn firefly song in our head. Oh yeah. Remember that a couple of years. Well, yeah. And you know, and the thing that I think is really interesting about this is that it is so off campaign, but it is so on brand. Well, and I, and so it, 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 it is a perfect little morsel of something that can easily live by itself. I don't know if this is, you know, I can't imagine that this is the new campaign and the new brand message for I don't them. Know, yeah. I think it's probably going to be a one or two off type of thing. Yeah, but it's but it's Wonder really Filled, good though. Wonderful that is a pretty fun is a pretty big tagline. Yeah, yeah. You can do a lot. Of well, stuff but I, and and the and the thing is, is like the the Wonderfilled line can live with that whole idea of you know dads and moms sharing sharing that Oreo with, you know, with the kids and stuff like that. I, yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's, God it's damn a, it. What? God damn it. Oreo. <laughs> so that was done by, that was done by Joe Alexander, who in my mind may be one of the finest copywriters. I mean, first of all, everything that they do socially is yeah. excellent. Right. Yes. 
And I've used their model to pitch concepts to clients where it's like, hey, we just need to be out there making stuff and you can't hyper man it, you know, super control every single mm-hmm. thing that we do. You know, you need to just let us make stuff yep. and put it out there on a day to day basis. Yeah. And they're so responsive and they're so in tune and like the, the you can you know, because we work in advertising, I feel like you can see that that is a beautiful strategy because never would a consumer look at that and be like, I smell strategy, right? Like, oh, yeah. It's, it's like, that is a beautiful strategy right there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've, I work and have worked on brands where strategy has been very similar to this. And it, is so obvious in spite of that strategy being wonderful and so well done the client will approve the strategy but then not approve the work that comes out of it because they want it to be more they themselves are not willing to just run something that is a brand spot that sets you apart from all the other noise from all the other competition They're not willing to take a risk like that. Mm-hmm. So on one hand, I com- I obviously commend the agency that did this work. But more than that, you have to commend the people at Oreo who are in charge of approving that. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, like yeah. those are the people that, I mean, this is the kind of shit that everybody in advertising wants to do and right. has presented an idea like this a hundred times. Right. Well, you know? and the thing, the thing that's gotten lost that pisses me <laughs> off and to me, it's more relevant now than ever is TV is T a TV commercial is branded entertainment period. That's what it is yes. because people turn on the TV to be entertained, but nobody <clears throat> watches those commercials anymore. What they do is they will actually watch a commercial online and never see it on right. TV. And this actually, this so this started playing. Yeah. It played on Mad Men two weeks ago. It was the first time. It started playing, and I stopped what I was doing mm-hmm. to tune into it. I mean, yeah. it captured me, and I sat there, and I watched it, and I'm like, God damn, that was a good spot. Mm-hmm. That was a good spot. Yeah. Um, and, you know, okay, some major obvious things to point out. Oreo's 101. Yeah. They are... Two chocolate wafers squishing some, you know, foamy substance in between. <laughs> some foamy substance. Yes. I mean, you know, it's like yes. it's not it's not apples to apples. It's not the most complex no. thing in the world, and so they've got a lot of stuff behind them. But to me, it spoke to the authenticity. And the thing is, is clients need to admit, you know, and I work for a, you know, I work for a company that, and I think they're pretty good at it, but. You, you need to admit the fact that there is going to be Halo. There's going to be Halo. Mm-hmm. You advertise an Oreo cookie, and people are going to want a cookie. Yeah. It may not be an Oreo specifically, but what they did was they did something where they captured their brand, and it was authentic to them. Nabisco could have done it, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't have felt right to them because Oreo owns, hey, cookies are fun. Yeah. These are fun cookies. You pull them apart. You eat them. You can eat them a hundred different ways. But to me, this is, I, I mean, to me, Oreo was, was doing kind of the fun thing where they had like the competitions and stuff, but that was stupid. It was yeah. stupid. Yeah. I mean, it was trying to be fun, but it wasn't, it, it was dumb and this is fun. I mean, this is, this is finally their brand kind of come to well, life. It's, it's, it's the aspirational fun. Yeah. You know, it's not, it, Yeah. 
Because yeah, like the like the licking contest. That's executional oh, just, fun. Yeah, it was just stupid. Yeah, yeah. you know that's. It's like oh, you, we'll get the Manning brothers to yeah. do. It. It's like come on. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're freaking Oreo. Should we talk about more stories? More stories. More more client stories. No, uh, maybe like your worst presenting story. Ooh, that's an interesting idea. Okay, worst presenting story. Well, because, you know, every account team has, you know, their set of rules and regulations for when you present to a client, you know. Uh Sometimes it's always like, okay, no matter what, you have to go there, right? No matter what it is, if you want to sell the idea, you have to be there in person. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's that, you know, in order to sell the work through, you have to say certain key words for them to get it, right? So you have to tailor your whole pitch to that. So it's kind of like Zoolander when they play the right music. So so the, the account people have tuned them in and have brainwashed them. Well, I'm just saying to like... To only buy the things that have, you know, like a German phrase in the middle uh, of it. Yeah. More, you know... In, in some cases, yeah. sure. You know, but... Uh, in other cases, you can just have, you know, like, have you ever been in one of those client presentations where it's like, they say something in the first five minutes and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, you're going to hate you're, you're every yeah. idea. You are totally And so then you're going through the ideas and you're just like, so you're going to hate this one also. Uh, you're, and you're just like trying to get through them as fast as possible you're like uh there's a deer it gets run over i don't know bold things happen and you hate that so we'll just get out of here and kill ourselves like you know like that feeling of like knowing that you've already lost the client and like you're speeding up the presentation just because you can tell that they are so not into everything that you're pitching them uh i think that that's the worst feeling in the world yeah I can't. Uh, I'm not sure which is worse, though. That or derailers. But go ahead. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, I take it because at least the derailer is like we're still into it. We're just. Yeah. True. True. Okay. I can't remember a really bad. I mean, I've I've had I've had so many I can count where we represent the strategy and the client debates the strategy, and you just know all the work's going to be shit. And so I've had so many, yeah. it's like, I, I don't, I mean, I can't really where it's like, oh my God, this is, this is terrible. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just excruciating for an yeah. entire hour, hour and a half. I've, I mean, I've had a horrible. Just like this show. Just like this show. I've had a horrible TV shoot where I was convinced that, um, where I was going to be fired after it. And that was when, yeah, that was when we used, and I probably, I'm probably. You're gear holding. I, I feel a gear hold coming. Right, I won't. Well, Jim okay. Gaffigan. Let's. And yep. Episode should, one, Pat. We was should, that episode one I pulled that? <laughs> yes. Shit. We should probably only, uh, uh, by, speaking of Jim Gaffigan, he's in Kansas City right now. I know. Um, did he call go, you? I'm going to, yeah. He's like, hey. Hey, Pat. No, actually, I called I him. Gotta, like, hey, I got to let remember? you know. Hey, remember me? I'm, I, you know, I'm the person responsible for making sure you got paid a bunch of money and never those commercials. My career's in the shitter now. Yeah.
recently a shit ton of people graduated. Aww. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I'm waiting for where this is going. Well, uh, no, I'm just. I feel like I maybe we maybe this. we could do like yeah. a here's our advice to recent graduates. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Uh, yeah. I know. Well, you're it's fucked. like I feel bad for them. It's yeah, like, oh, it's cute that is, you think you won't wait tables in a year. Yeah. This yeah. is. I have two. I have two good posts to read. Uh, that will at least set up a tone. Wait, let me let me okay. pee first. Go, okay. So our our beer buddies program, we have decided, uh, I decided, just kind of a knee-jerk thing. I grew up in Oklahoma and uh and and actually through uh you know the the tornado and more, they said that there was one in 1999, 2003. I was in Oklahoma for both of those. And, you know, you, you see in Oklahoma, you see tornadoes all the time every year and you get to where you just, you know, yep, there's another, there's yeah. another roof gone, you know, and you don't, and you just don't, you're just so used to yeah, the idea I mean, and, of and sirens. Like, oh yeah. And, it's yeah. like, you know, I see this and I'm like, yeah, okay. Another, and Oh, look at that. It was in the same place and all that. So, but I mean, seriously, this one is like, ugh. so I decided that our, our beer buddy money mm-hmm. that we, you know, you usually made an take. Executive I made an executive decision that our beer buddy for money for a good cause was going to go directly to the American Red Cross for tornado relief. Great decision in Oklahoma. And so, you know, so we did a little bit of a little bit of social pimping on this and saying, "Hey, come on, you know, get this in there." And fans stepped up. We raised eighty five thousand dollars. Eighty five thousand dollars. And we 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 had you know. But here's the thing that I love about about our beer buddies for the Red Cross campaign is it was equally international as well as it, it was. was. Right here. So we would like to thank the uh, thank the following people for for donating to Beer Buddies for Red Cross. Uh, when we when we get done here, I will I will make the donation to the Red Cross. Joel Gerhold, of course, of course, he made a yard beer donation, and thank so you, thank Joel. you for that. Heather Robertson, who Ooh, we were talking Heather. about earlier in the show, she made a microbrew donation. Michael Kohler of Bordeaux, France, Mohon, wow. was an old 750 contributor to nice. Beer Buddies for Red Cross. And then, star of episode 15, Joy Moeller, was the first person to tap the keg on, tap the, on, on the Beer Buddies the site. Get and, it, Joy. Yep, and Joy came in, tapped the keg, and donated $50 that we will give to the American Red Cross. Awesome. So, and, and I also am going to throw in $50. And I will too. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you call pressure. Damn it. I just wanted to beat you to it. So I wasn't that one (laughs) at the end. I'll throw in too. All right. So we're, so we're all throwing in money. So we are, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to send all of this. uh, You know, we, we have our beer, but that it was our beer. You guys, this money that you gave today is going to the American Red Cross. So we thank you very much. Thank for you. Your, uh, for, for your, our fans are awesome all over the world. Awesome. Doing good and helping out people. After these messages, we'll be right back. We're going to wrap. And then we're going to wrap. So the, the like, advice. We're going <laughs> to. Wait, hang on. I'm going to need some time. Oh I'm going to need some time. Oh, my God. I so wish that I had a picture of the panic on back. 
that space just now. That would you would, I get, we get no, right. play no, But like typically that would be something you would joke about, but like no, you was, you had no, a legit okay, look. Sorry. No, seriously, I was I didn't really think we were gonna run. You never know. I'm yeah. a good actor. I'm I'm the anti John Ham. I'm the a good actor. Oh my god, the fact that you can even compare yourself. Okay. Okay. Well, but I'll tell you what. Before, before, cut. before we do, before we do that, let's talk about one other one other group of people that we like, and uh, that would be our other sponsor for this episode, Pixelmator. Of course. Yeah. So let me tell you guys about this app named Pixelmator. So you know, you guys know, Photoshop has been a industry standard application for decades and decades and and it seems to be you know the thing that all art directors use and it's the thing that art directors sometimes love to hate because it's very bloated and you know as there's tons of it can do tons and tons of things but most people just don't use anywhere near what it's capable of right and it's expensive, especially if you're, you know, like a person who just wants to just go buy it to use to kind of clean up your photos or, or different things like that. You, know, you, you don't really want to go spend $800 on an app. So what if there was an app out there that was like Photoshop that could do all the things that you wanted to do? But doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. Is there is there such there a thing, is Jeremy? Such a thing out there. No way. It is. And that app would be Pixelmator. And it is now at version 2.2. It is the world's most innovative, easy to use, fast and powerful image editing app. And the, you know, the thing that I like about it, it is like all the core things about Photoshop that I need without all the extra crap. So, you know, I've got some layers. I can make some layers. I can put some smart shapes down. I can do effects. I can do all those things, export them out to the type of files that I, you know, whether I need to make some JPEGs for a website, or maybe I just want to clean up a photo that I took that just needs a little color correction or something. Pixelmator can do all that stuff and it does it quickly. And, you know, it's, it's, it's nice and, and, and fast and it just does the core things that that I needed to do. Hey Jeremy, so, I've I've heard this and I just want to confirm it. Yeah. I hear with the new shape, move and paint selection tools as well as the new light leak effects. Mm-hmm. Pixelmator is the little app with big possibilities. It is the little app with big is possibilities. That, true? Yeah. that is true. Okay. I wrote that myself. Awesome. Yes. And so, you know, and it is good because it, and it it's it's like having Instagram in a can even. So, you know, you've got you Instagram you, you want to you want to retro up your photos just a little bit. I mean, you know, some people that's not their thing. They don't like to to do that Instagrammy thing, but some people love it. And so there are some really good effects that kind of, you know, give your digital photos a little bit of that analog look and it's all in there and you would think okay so i've got this you know it's like it's like photoshop so it's got layers it's got you know all those things plus these image effects and all this that okay so if photoshop is you know 800 bucks then i'm going to spend maybe 199 you know something like that you would think Oh no, way. no, my friend! You would be so much. You would be such an idiot <laughs> if you spent that much. Yeah, yeah. You would be a sucker. You would be a damned fool, my friends. For one thing, not only can you go to Pixelmator.com and get a 30-day trial to work with Pixelmator, see that it indeed does everything that you need for it to do without all the extra crap. I think. I think that's the new tagline. Pixelmator does everything you need it to do without all the extra crap. There you go. Uh, not only uh, you know do you get that 30-day trial, to me, 
it's kind of a no brainer. If you go to the Mac Pixel Mater, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. If you go to the Mac App Store, and of course it is Mac only, so uh, so Windows people, you're you're out on this one. But if you go to the Mac App Store, you can buy it right now for the promotional price of fourteen ninety nine. Did I hear that correctly? You did hear that correctly. Did you say fourteen? I said fourteen ninety nine. No, way. fifteen bucks. I mean, sorry, I just don't believe you right now. Uh, well, it is true. You can go and check it out yourself, Pat. So I mean, you know, for for fifteen bucks, seriously, you're gonna go. You're gonna go spend that on lunch tomorrow. So why not? Why yeah? So we we eat good here. Wait, what kind of lunch are you? We we we, we have some good bucks. we have some good lunches here. God <laughs> damn. So uh, no, you know, okay. So so a Friday lunch, you might you might, <laughs> you might go spend. All right. So a nice Sunday night uh, dinner. Yeah, or whatever. All right. So apparently you're not going to come to lunch with us. Um, <laughs> Seriously though, I mean fourteen ninety nine. Why even mess with the thirty day trial? You know, I mean, come on. Let's go so, right. Yeah, anyway. because because you're gonna spend it and, and and you're gonna like it and and even if you are like a heavy Photoshop user, trust me, having Pixelmator around, there are gonna be certain things that you're gonna be like, oh, dude, I'll just go do that in Pixelmator. You'll get it done in half the time with just as good of results. So uh, you know, if if you haven't checked it out yet, definitely do that. Go to Pixelmator.com or check it out on the Mac App Store. So Pixelmator, you said, what was the line? You said, oh, well, I wrote this one. Pixelmator, it, it pretty, pretty much, much rules. rules. Yeah. yeah. So thanks, Pixelmator, for supporting the Thank shakes. Thank you, Pixelmator. And Mule Radio Syndicate. All right. Joel Gerhold speaks French. Yeah, I know. I saw that. That was on Twitter because because uh, Michael, yeah, Michael Kohler, of course, you know, being no, French. Micah. Micah. Mike, well, his, I don't think his, it's Michael. His PayPal said Michael. Well, that's, that's why I, I think get this from. He, he's known colloquially as Micah. Micah. Yeah, it's confusing, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, here, here's the thing. It's like, you know, so he so he tweets out, yeah, you know, I, I did the Beer Buddies for Red Cross thing. And then Joel Garahol gets on. He's like speaking French to him. It, and then they were calling us a club. And yeah, I like yeah, that. Why, yeah. why, don't, whole, why didn't we think to do that? I know. Know. rocks. I mean... We are well, totally a club. He's the Chuck Norris. Uh, he is the Chuck Germany. Norris of the shakes. He just does everything. Yeah. He does. He really does. He stayed. He never sleeps. No. He speaks That's a fact. 26 different languages. Yes. He drinks goat blood. He does. What? He does. Actually, you have to if you don't sleep. Actually, goats are specially bred just to provide Just for the blood Joel Gerhold. Yeah. Is that a Gerhold goat? That's a Gerhold. Yeah, that's a Gerhold goat. <laughs> that is just for blood, just for bleeding. What are those beautiful goats over there? <laughs> Don't Ger- touch those. <laughs> those. Those are, are Gerhold goats. goats. Yep. <laughs> it's a Gerhold goats. He keeps. It's a like pet the cows in Switzerland, where like the cows are so fucking pretty. You're like, yeah. mm-hmm. oh my god, what's Don't wrong with even, these cows? Don't even look at them. Don't. <laughs> yeah. are, you can't. You can't goats. even look. You can't even look. All right, so so advice. Uh, the two posts that I saw that have been over the past two days that were really good uh, are, are pal Mike Montero. They're both on the Pastry Box Project, which is a, an interesting uh, site where people go and they, they write a new post every day. So yesterday, uh, Montero wrote a good post on, okay, so you've graduated. Here's, how, here's, here's what you need to do to help you get a job. And then today, a friend of mine in Pittsburgh, Jay Finelli, from a, a place called Full Stop Interactive and UnitedPixelWorkers.com, which apparently comprises like three quarters of my wardrobe, uh, his post was, okay, so you got a job, 
Now what? How do you act? So this is your first job. Here's how you act as an adult in the real world. Two really good, not long posts, got some good advice. So on top of that, we have a few uh, impromptu pieces of advice that we will pull out of our ass right now. Go. First of which being, yes, go, Pat. <laughs> uh, to new grad, to, to grad. Actually, we should have said this to Quinn because it was her idea, but she's too busy taking, taking pictures of the great of homeless shit. dude yeah. poop catastrophe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's uh, hilarious. I know. It's totally hilarious. Here's, here's what I will say, and especially to this generation. No one is thinking about you. Be, uh, uh, be constant in your pursuit. Call everyone. Uh, informational interviews are still awesome. And if you show up mm -hmm. and find out it's an informational uh, interview and your <laughs> attitude reflects that, you should have your ass kicked. What? What are you laughing about? No, I just think laughing, it's, at I think, laughing at that. I think that it's awesome that that happens. I had a dude when he found out it was an informational interview. It's like he could give a shit less. And I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm not. Okay, then we just won't have it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Easy enough. No. Dickhead. So. Go work so at McDonald's. I would, yeah, I mean, no one's going to get mad at you and go, boy, this person's really tenacious. Yeah. No, no one's going to say that. Right. Yeah, Quinn, give some goddamn oh, advice. Okay. Jesus. All right. So my number one piece of advice would be don't be yourself. <laughs> it's like, be someone else. It's like, no, because I remember when I left college and I, I went on my first series of like real person interviews and I was like, Wow, college Quinn does not translate well in professional settings. <laughs> like, this is not like I'm gonna have to figure out that other part of myself that surely exists, right? Like, there's something, there's another part of me that's not just like beer and fingers crossed I get roofied tonight, you know? Like, it's like there's <laughs> like, there's gotta be more to me than this. Uh. God. But it's like when you're in college, you know, it's like, and for four years, you just sort of, you never really develop that other, because, you know, people that go to college for things other than like getting drunk and making bad decisions, it's like, what the fuck? Who are you? But yeah. congratulations yeah. on being that person. If you are, clearly you don't need our advice. This advice is strictly for those people that have been doing that for four years. So it's sort of just like, Figure out what that version of four. You've just spent four years being this person that's totally accepted and okay in this world of college. That person, not okay outside of college, not even okay outside of your college town. So whatever you can do to figure out and develop that other person inside of you before you go on a job interview and before you're in a situation with somebody and you're like, I love keg stands. That... Because that is something I did say in my first Jesus. interview. Seriously? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, the guy oh, that shit. was interviewing me was like 25 and nah, well, like okay, was talking sure. about partying. But then, of course, I go to the point where I'm like, yeah, no, I can totally do a keg stand. And he's like, oh. I think I think and, uh, like I wasn't hired. And I was like, really? My buddy, my buddy gave my buddy gave me advice. When first time I went to Vegas, he's like, be prepared to lose money. Be OK with losing money. And I think you have to go into the interview knowing that I'm going to have to do a lot of these. These are going to be disposable. I'm going to have to do a lot of these to get into my groove and do it. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good... That's, you're going yeah. to totally the fuck first, your first one up. The first interview mm-hmm. don't I get, had... Don't do the job you really want first, because you're yeah. going to fuck it up. Yeah, the first interview I had, the creative director said, there are no new ideas. And I almost ran screaming away from advertising as a whole right after that interview. Yeah, there you go. I'm like, wow, if this is the general feeling, I don't want any part of it. My my first interview, the creative director was like, we do pretty much exclusively local automotive advertising. Are you okay with that? (laughs) 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 To which I was like... That is so awesome. I I, I need a job. (laughs) One of my first interviews was not for an advertising agency. It was for another company in Kansas City. And... um, they were like, it was that part in the interview where they ask you just to talk about yourself, which is horrible. Like, I wish somebody had told me. That's like, the worst thing to say to you. <laughs> yeah. Quinn, just Quinn, tell us about no, yourself. It's like, but it's just like, tell us about and yourself. And you're, like, and you're like, and you're like, well, where, where do, I, do I begin? Yeah. Where, which which part do you want me to come in on? I mean, is this like a movie you want me to fade in? <laughs> Like, I've you got know, three like, angles we can do you want take. me to what start you crying or cry five minutes in or cry 10 minutes? Yeah, I in? mean, what, at what point do you want the crying to happen? So, I mean, in this interview, it was like, sort of like, so just tell us a little bit about yourself. And like, I literally had that moment of like, I don't know anything about myself. What do I say? Like, like, oh my God. Like, all I ever wanted to do was talk about myself, but I had no idea what to talk about. So like the first thing that came out of my mouth was creativity. And they were like, wow. Wow. And it was for, it was, it was not for a job that, required creativity creativity because it was like this was a job that like i i wasn't getting interviews or wasn't getting anything that i wanted so i was finally just like fuck it i just need a job right i just need to get in Mm -hmm. and so i started lettuce or something right (laughs) i wish creativity no but it was definitely more of like organization type a personality skills were needed for this job creativity and so and i'm like well i'm really creative and i like to and so like my my thing my advice my other piece of advice to graduates would be if you're going to talk about yourself and you're going to talk about your creativity learn to talk about it in a way that is um not going to lose you that job it's going to be productive (laughs) it's going to get you yeah talk about your creative Create creative abilities like uh, they would be math skills. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, oh, no, no, God. I no, I I get it. Yeah, I mean, do do not approach it from the you know like I'm I'm saving the alpacas in Peru right. angle. No, that's true. Or I'm writing but, the next great American novel. Yeah, don't make it yeah. so yeah. heady that yeah. Because another, there's nothing I especially you know going back to that portfolio review thing. There's nothing I hate more than, than overt creativity. Oh yeah, it's like you know unchanneled oh, overt well, creativity I, I, can know, be what I'm super trying to accomplish here. It's like no, fuck you. No, you're not. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you're just an artist doing a shitty job at the job. Yeah, like right. that's what yeah. that is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Here's another good rule of thumb. When you do get into a position where you can interview someone, don't be an asshole because one day that person may be your boss, like the situation I'm in right now. There you go. Kablam. I was a total dick to her. I don't remember it, but she reminds me on a regular basis, total dick to her when I looked at her book, and now she's my boss. 
So that's awesome. Oh, oh my God. I literally cannot wait to 10 be years from now. <laughs> what? You think I'm going to be fucking working for you? <laughs> you think I'll be working for you? You think I'll be fucking working for you? You got what another the, fucking thing coming. What the fuck just happened? This become okay. a Sopranos it, it episode? Took a, yeah, Whoa. that took a dive. A dark I mean, turn. I, uh, that's, that, that's, my, that's the angry pack. I'm going to mix some gunfire in there. <laughs> Would yeah. that make you angry if I was your boss? No. Yeah, I, I pretty it makes me angry it. I pretty much in like a happy it. way mm-hmm. <laughs> happy, <laughs> happy way and I have the happiest I would just right be now. crying well you know like basis. my regular level of anger yeah just with your a, happy anger other happiness on it I would be crying on a regular yeah. basis oh man okay I'm gonna mirror <laughs> that don't be yourself type of thing but on a different angle so so yes there totally is there there's Quinn's angle but then there's also that angle where, you know, a lot of you guys out there that are creative people, you know, you're creative, you know, you're pretty damn smart. You know that, you know, maybe in your class you were, you, you were some hot shit and you know, you've got some crazy ideas. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't, don't, you don't, ain't that. Yeah. You ain't that. So I, you know, I can say that you know, from, from my first job, uh, I very quickly uh, took the nickname of CB, which stood for cocky bastard. And, uh, you know, because, hey, I was the guy that made videos in, in my uh, spare bedroom and put them on the Internet six years before there was a YouTube. And woo, wasn't, look at me. And it wasn't cock blocker. No, it wasn't cock blocker. It was cocky bastard. And I was, I was the know-it-all, you know, dickhead that, oh, look, he's got this thing that he put together. He's never done any real work, but, you know, wow, okay. And, uh, yeah, don't, uh, don't be that guy either. So, uh, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a way for you to assert your latent genius Without, uh, you know, laying it all out, especially in the age of the Internet where you can say, well, look at this. I've got a million views on YouTube on this video or, you know, or whatever. Um, you know, keep it in your pants, Sonny. Uh, it's, <laughs> you know, just show them just show them little bits of time. Yeah. You don't don't whip out your big yeah, swinging yeah, beer can yeah. creative dick. Right. You know, right away. Just flash yeah. a little nut. <laughs> just, 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 yeah. Just, just the tip. Go with the tip. Just let him, let him know that you've got it to where people go. You know what I, I, you know what I heard about him? Yeah. Yeah. yeah just know. tighten up the jeans a little bit. Yeah. So if you, if you become a little more of a creative enigma, you know, there's, there's obviously a reason. Enigma. There, enigma. There's a reason. Whoa. <laughs> that was kind of good. That was pretty good. Right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there was a reason you got hired, uh, but just, you know, Okay, I got a good piece of of advice that came in uh, from the brilliant art director, Julie Sikonsky at Berkeley. She says, your job is nothing like your internship. Internships were so easy and mostly a joke because no one really believed in you anyway. Yay. (sighs) Yay, Julie. That, that is, but that's, that's totally advice. true. Totally, totally true. Like when totally you're an intern, like whatever that experience was that you had as an intern, whether it's at an agency or at a company or mm-hmm. wherever it was, whatever that was, that is nothing like what the real world will be because everybody thought yeah. you were an idiot anyway. So well, even if you were awesome, nobody expected anything of you. The thing that pissed me off with our interns was they like sat in their fucking cubes and like I was I was supposed to go to them. 
Yeah. Like, oh, hey, hey, I got, you know, I'm like, fuck you. I mean, you're here to work. You want to work? Come to me and go, hey. What do you got for hey, me? you got anything for yeah. me? It's like, it's not my job to introduce myself to you. And it's your job to get up and yeah. get around and Absolutely. talk with Absolutely. Absolutely. Back I, I, to yeah. the original point, which is you don't mean shit. See, this could have gone completely another way. If Heather would have called in. Could yeah. have been a whole pump up. Could have been a pet session, talk, but now it's a teardown. Now it's a fucking teardown because Heather we're didn't angry. call in. Because <laughs> we're angry. Because we good got luck stood up shit by in your pants tomorrow yeah. night, Heather. <laughs> no, but see, this is this is the drug that is graduating from college. Like you, you go through that last six months of college, and you're like, I am on to bigger and better things. I am going to take on the world. I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to get it. I'm going to be the success story. I'm going to. Mm-hmm prove everybody wrong and no you're and not you get called cocky bastard you are a piece of shit and the faster you figure that out the better chance you have of succeeding sooner yep 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 i, I hired s- myself an intern she she started uh yesterday second day she got to watch me melt down today in just a just a ball of confusion and hatred nice. so that was probably really instructive <laughs> I thought you almost. I thought you almost said I hired myself as an intern. No, I, I no, thought that's no. where that was going to. No, that would have been no, pretty awesome. No, no, we 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 got an intern. Honestly, though, Pat and I, I would have both just been like, "Oh, sweet, well, believe yeah. it." Uh, yeah, we totally did. Totally yeah. believe yeah. that oh. you figured out how yeah. to do that. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm <laughs> doing a shadow. <laughs> Jerry's now. like, I started another blog, and it's an intern. Yeah, <laughs> my it's my intern. intern. <laughs> yeah. And now, and now, I'm getting college credit, and I'm making a little extra money on the side. That's so, right. can this intern be uh, the Shakes intern too? I think she would probably really like that. Yeah, I think that would be valuable. See, this is the thing with interns is that you can just be like, this is a valuable experience for you. First of all, my hand's a little sore from popping tops on Mm -hmm. beer cans. Would need a little help with that. And uh, I need some water. Well, you know, I, uh, yeah, I think, you know. I, I feel like we just need topic generation list. That would be awesome to cut away. It's like, give us a topic now, go. But also, how great would it be if she was like here, sitting here, like, you know, hanging out but we don't give her a microphone because you know she's an intern right so right, i right. mean yeah. and we randomly throw shit oh. yeah we randomly Wait, we make her talk hello you're on live with the shakes hi this is heather it's about goddamn time heather jesus well i i missed the beginning of the show and then you guys are like oh yeah we, we were talking about earlier and then you're giving me shit for not calling in and i'm like oh i must have missed something yeah <laughs> yeah no we were we were talking you up and we said heather Call in. We'll we'll pep you up. We'll we'll uh, we'll prep you up for uh, tomorrow night um, and uh, get you all ready to go. So you so you're not crapping your pants. And there was no phone call. And then it went dark. Yeah. So we got angry. And yeah. like I have been like coaching these guys and like trying to calm them down about the fact that you didn't immediately call in. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry about that. It's right. okay. Don't even apologize. They're dumb. <laughs> so, Heather, what, what quite, okay, what are you, so take us through. So, tomorrow night, so kudos for um, getting you. your shit together, and you're going to go and do this. And we offered some quick uh, advice to you early in the show. Uh, early in the show, which is um, if you're going to take people through your book, do it as why you included it in your book. Don't do like, Hey, so this is the copy I wrote and um, use this visual and don't, don't, don't break it down like that. Talk about it more from okay. a, uh, a higher level. This is why I'm excited. This is in my book. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I wasn't sure what to talk about. Because like, shouldn't your ideas kind of? Yeah, yes. girl. Yeah. See, Heather's that. so far ahead yeah, of the game. No, yeah. she she she's you know already what? taken and the I'm, piper. I'm route. kind of fifty fifty on that though. On your idea should sell itself. I mean, you know, if ideas sold themselves, then why would we ever do a presentation in our life? I mean, truth, truth, truth. It's truth. Total truth. But, total truth. But we just email shit off and get it bought, and we'd be done. But yeah. I mean, I think right. it's more just about the presentation. I mean, we were talking about how there's right. a story. You you let a story unfold when you show your work. I can't talk about this. Sorry, I can't. I can't. What? Do Why? You I don't know. Cry or something? No, or I can't. I I don't know. I I get so butthurt about the whole portfolio thing, and like I just want everybody to be. It's like I just want everybody to be like, no more portfolios, unless they're on Squarespace. I mean. But you know, yeah, like, nice. <laughs> that was good. That uh, was a good catch. I like that. that but was, that was a great catch. you know, so like I kind of have, I, I take issue with that, Heather. But I think that, I think that you're probably a little bit similar too, and that you're you're smart enough to to see. Well, forgive the term, but to think outside the box of oh, of no but it's Jesus. true it's true like when people do these portfolio dirty. reviews it's like you just you see everybody else's books and you're like okay all of these look exactly the same but with different colors right. you know and it's just like uh. but the thing is is that so it's like I mean, yeah, I mean, looking through a portfolio is not the most fun thing unless, but what, what I do is I, I look at it, I look at the work and then I want to hear how somebody came up. I mean, the, the journey, the storytelling behind it, it's like, that's, that's where you start to come out as a person. That's where you start to do. Yeah. And Heather, you definitely have that story. You definitely have that unique perspective that a lot of the other people don't have. And I think that that was our, always our advice to you from the very beginning mm-hmm. was, you know, figure out a way to make that come through in that portfolio. Yeah. You know what else she has? You know what else she has? She has experience on her side and so also probably could give some advice on people who are just now starting their first jobs. True. So, so you know, when you started your first job... What is something you wish you would have known that you know now? Well, hmm. Mm. I guess to always try to look for opportunities to help other people or volunteer yourself, you know, get to know everybody there. And, like, just stupid things. Like, I didn't know what, like, EOD meant. When people emailed me, like, can I get this EOD? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. That's Google dough that spelled stuff. backwards. <laughs> dough. <laughs> I need a deer, a female deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Well, that's Quinn and her download. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, yeah. I mean, you get that that weird jargon, and the thing that sucks is that every agency sometimes has their own jargon that's always. different from everybody else, yeah, and it's always. yeah, it's just stupid. So they yes, I think that's good. Shit. I think that's good. So you're so you're feeling good. You're feeling ready. You feeling ready? I think so. The only thing I'm kind of nervous about is I don't have much uh, digital stuff in my portfolio. It's all basically print right now, but I'm hoping that I can get some feedback from tomorrow night and try to incorporate more of that. Yeah, you know, but I wouldn't worry. That's something people want to see. Yeah, yeah. you're a writer, so I wouldn't worry as much about that as if you were Uh an art director. 
And to me, and to me, the conversation is Heather is that it's not about the medium; it's about the idea. Ideas can be executed in multiple yep. mediums. Yep. Yeah, and the art director makes more money right. anyway, no matter what you do. Exactly. So it's and they oh, get yeah, the yeah. fucking title of being a director when you do all the work anyway. It's yeah. total crap. Yeah. Okay, so the, another thing, another question I had for you is: I didn't quite get the sense of it. Is is it happening all over the world tomorrow? Or is it just happening all over yeah. the world all the time? No, I think it's like once a year, and there are okay. 24 cities this year. Yeah. So VML is like the sponsor, so that's why it's... Yep. I don't think it's been in Kansas City before. Yeah. Yeah, so so you're getting to talk to, like, uh, you know, 19 VML creative directors and John January from from SHS. Basically, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what it looked like the lineup was, you know, and I think it'll be good. You you'll get a lot of a uh, you'll get a lot of even though pretty much every single one of them is from VML, you'll get a lot of different opinions. And uh I know from experience uh you know working with him John January of course is a smart dude, so. He's a good dude. Listen to what he has to say. All right. Yeah, okay. hopefully I'll get to meet him tomorrow. Okay. All right. Oh, well, oh thanks, you totally guys. will. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you're you gonna for kill it. Thanks, in. Heather. Jesus, we yeah. are. I mean, we're we're running like an hour late because we just wanted to wait for you. for you to call in. Yep. So totally worth it. I know. I know. Just know that the three of us of have faith in you, just, and, and you have the power of the shakes behind you, you tomorrow do. night, Heather. Yep. And please awesome. let us know how it goes. Okay. Okay, I will. Let's be out. I gotta right, go. Well, let's let's do let's do the wrap ups. So uh, sponsorships have been going kind of crazy lately. Yeah. Like yeah, we're like we're like the up and coming. We're the show. We're we're like the show to to keep an eye on. Like I can say right now that we have sponsorship slots open in July and August. Yes. And we may have to turn some away. So yeah, you I mean, get you know, so that's, you know, it's not like it's not like in the beginning where we're like, if you would like to sponsor, just yeah. please let us know. If no, you'd like to sponsor in July or August, you'd we like have to sponsor and available. you have $50,000 yeah, yeah. you're willing to spend, yeah. then we'll talk. So, uh, you know, and, and as you've seen, there's, you know, you'd be in the great company of fantastic brands like Squarespace, Pixelmator, an event apart, a domestic beast when, you know, so Quinn bought all, bought all the, bought all the dog stuff. And I saw your dog's report card, by the way. Right. Yeah. Totally. The whole thing where they're like, oh, he's laying yeah. in the pool and then he runs out into the yard. And I'm like, wow, what? What does it mean? He's yeah. laying in a pool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that's why yeah. I posted it because I was like, I don't understand. I don't understand it. <laughs> it and, and he earned a sticker. He earned a, a smiley rainbow sticker. Uh-huh. But yeah, so, so we have the sponsorship slots available. If you have a brand or service that you're interested in uh, having us extol and pimp relentlessly, Relentless. Get get a, get a hold of sponsor. Go to sponsor.muleradio.net for info. Give you a rate card. Plus, it'll give you somebody to talk to, and they will treat you right, and we will treat you even better. We'll we'll give you we'll give you the you know the the random stranger experience. So, um, <laughs> you know, anything that that you uh, want to know about the show, as I've as I've said many times, you can go to cocktailandnapkinstudios.com and get information about our beer buddies program and all that stuff. But one thing that I, that I want to to mention that 
uh, we haven't mentioned in a while is that we do have a post office box. So if you want to send us, I don't know, like framed pictures of your genitalia. Yeah. Looking at you, Europeans. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. Because, you know, post office boxes, yeah. everyone needs one. Well, you know, I went, I went and... I went <laughs> like an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> actually, I, I opened up our post office box yesterday and it actually looked somewhat like an asshole. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so, so if there is any strange things, uh, no ricin, please. But uh, otherwise... Post box 1347, Liberty, Missouri, 64069. Uh, you know, send us something weird. We'll, we'll definitely talk about you on the air. And uh, have, you guys, uh, have you guys been listening to some of the new shows that, that we've got on, on Mule? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. Now, I want to tell you guys, especially since the last couple of episodes have been, have been rather um, vaginal in nature. Should. Do we say vaginal? Wow. I don't know. Kind of, kind of a, kind of a, uh, you know, Maude Lebowski type of thing. Um, anyway, anyway, there's, there's a really, really good show that I totally think Quinn should be on this show. There's a, it's the broad experience. As a matter of fact, we've traded you. <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, you're, you're, going you're, you're now on this show and great. you are now going to be a co-host on the broad experience. I didn't know that there was a trade. I, yep. that's pretty yep. exciting. Quinn's kind of like a free agent. Uh, no, there's there's a really good show on this, Mule Radio. This bag of chips, yeah. This, 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 this was yeah. This, this is, is the payoff. <laughs> That's what you trade. I could yeah. fit inside that bag. <laughs> yep, yep. So it's a huge bag. The Broad Experience is a really really good show on Mule Radio Syndicate, and we suggest that you checked it out. It is the perspectives on women, workplace, and success delivered with a little bit of a sense of humor, kind of like Quinn. But anyways, it is hosted by Ashley Milne Tight who is a uh, former journalist for American Public Media's Marketplace. You know, that, that whole thing with uh, Kai Rizdal and all that stuff. So, okay. So she's like a, like, yeah. So Hey, broad Pat experience, call me. Let's do like a weird, let's do a weird thing where we, we. Yeah, let's have a little mashup thing. Let's have a little mashup thing. I, Quinn should totally be on the broad experience, I think. But it's a really good show. They hate so, me. Yeah, they probably they probably do. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, so I, you know, that's it. Quinn has some shit to do, places to be, and she drew drew a picture. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, so until next time, bye, bye, bye. This has been the Shakes with Jeremy Fuchsa, Pat Piper, and Quinn Catherman. Visit CocktailNapkinStudios.com for more information about this show. 